Hey, I'm Leslie. And I'm Mackenzie. And you're listening to For Such a Time Podcast. We are friends and followers of Jesus, seeking to empower and equip women in their God-given callings. Our desire is to see you step out in faith and step into where God has placed you for such a time as this. everybody. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Good. <laughs> we have a crazy night going on. We do. And our guest is like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> She's beautiful. <laughs> About to get blown away in her ruby slippers. <laughs> yes. The weather is crazy here and she is sticking with us. Yes. But tonight we are interviewing Jenna, Jenna? Gaston. Gaston. She is a beautiful young lady. Say sure hi, is. Jenna. Hey, y'all. <laughs> How's it going? We are so excited to have Glad her to on. We are doing the best we can with our audio. And uh, so just hang in with us with that. But we're really excited to have her here. We are, we're trying to figure out the audio as best as we can. But we mm-hmm. are excited to get to interview Jenna. Yes. And get to know her a little bit more and we had asked her to come on because she has stepped into a really neat ministry and a calling and so she's going to get to tell us about that but Jenna maybe start off and tell us a little bit about where you're from um, where you're born and raised all of that yeah so I'm from Houston Texas born and raised um and went to Baylor in 2015, and I stayed in Waco at the time at you, Leslie, and now you, Mackenzie. Um, yeah, and I stayed there for seven years, and now uh, the Lord moved me to Dallas, and that's where he has me right now. It's super exciting. So do you have any siblings? Tell us a little bit about your family and all that. Are they still in Houston or okay. are they there with you in Dallas? Yeah. No, no, no. So my family's, they're all still in Houston. Yeah. I have a twin brother and a little brother and um, I love them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's interesting. How was it like growing up with a twin? Yeah, I did Tell not us about know that. you were a twin. I know. I know. Nobody really does. But yeah, it's, it was super fun. Like we all, and we, there was never really a competition thing because he was a boy and I was a girl. So we were in different, completely different spheres. Like he was in sports and I was in cheer. And so there's just no competition. Um, so it was really cool. Combined birthday parties with all of our friends. It was really fun. That's awesome. awesome. And so you, like you said, you moved to Dallas. How long have you been in Dallas and what kind of moved you there? What are you doing for work? All of that. Yeah. So, um, the Lord, so I was in Waco for seven years and all of my friends, I was in a season where 
I watched all of my friends get married. Um, between 2019 and 2022, I was in seven weddings. I was the maid of honor in two. And it was a really isolating and lonely season because I was watching um, the people closest to me get the thing that I'm praying for in my miracle. And so it was, it was painful. It was refining. And, but the, but the beautiful thing about it is God revealed himself so much. And he's like, Jenna, I, I want, when, when I give you this gift, I want it to actually be a gift for you. Um, because if I receive something at the wrong time, then it's, then it wouldn't be a gift. Uh, it would be really hard. And, um, it's really just his mercy and his grace that he allows us um, to say yes to his process. And uh, now looking back, I'm just so thankful that I've said yes. And the, some of the most hard seasons of my life um, have been the most fruitful. And I'm, I'm so thankful for his mercy in times where I mm-hmm. like begged him not to. Um, mm-hmm. But essentially, the Lord told me to stay in Waco and then um, told me to do the discipleship school in Waco. And at that point, I wanted to get out of there. I was like, all my friends are leaving. I have to find new friends every single six months because they keep transitioning out of my life season. Um, so it was really lonely and he said, Jenna, this is your last year in Waco. And so we started praying about where I was supposed to go. And, um, through a cup, through open doors and peace, um, I, I thought I was moving to a couple different States and the peace, every time I would make headway towards um thought I was moving to California thought I was moving to Virginia and then the door would close or the peace would leave and um I said no to an opportunity in Virginia it was my first yes in two years okay and I said no and that night I had a dream that I was packing up my bags and moving to Dallas and the next day I got a call from um, my best friend's boss. And he was like, Jenna, the Lord told me that I was to help you find a job. And that's how I got connected to where I'm at now. Um, I work and do marketing for, um, I do marketing, but it's so much bigger than that. And, um, the connections that I've made in Dallas, like, I mean, he offered, they offered me the job at my, interview and my interview was like how did you find Jesus what are you called to um what are the words of your life and I was like there's something different about this place wow and um just the opportunity of saying yes to God like it costs a lot but mm. the things that I'm being brought into was because of my yes Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's that's where I'm incredible. at now. 
I just love hearing how how you're abiding and just hearing the voice of the Lord through all of that transition and through every, um, how you t- talked about that peace that you sensed and just really being intentional with walking in intimacy with Jesus through all of that and listening to him when he said, not yet, when you wanted to leave. And then listening to him when he said, go and opening that door. Um, we would love to just hear about how you came to know the Lord and maybe just share a little bit of that. Yeah, so um, I would say I grew up in a Christian home, but we went to church on Christmas and Easter. So very broad. um, God wasn't really personal growing up. I didn't know what that meant. And so when I was 15 years old, that was when... um, tragedy struck home for the first time and where I really I realized oh bad things happen to other people but they don't happen to me like it was at our doorstep and my aunt was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer um terminal uh, and that was the as a 15 year old that was my dad's sister and best friend um so it was devastating for me And I didn't know how to, what to do with the pain. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I've got to fill this void. Like there's a void in my heart that I don't even know how to even explain. And so I just got into the high school party scene because, oh, that's just what you do. And come to find out like nothing could fill or satisfy. Nothing would like, it was such a temporary band-aid to um on my heart and my young life leader when I turned 16 uh she was like you're going to camp this summer and I said yes ma'am because there's <laughs> something about her that I knew I needed and I didn't know what it was and so my best friend and I we went to camp we didn't know anybody and I heard the gospel for the first time um the like the true gospel and I was crying and she was like, Hey, have you ever accepted Jesus before? And I said, no. Um, what does that mean? And she laid it out for me and she said, is this something that you would want? And I said, yes. Um, she's like, you want to give your life to him right now? And I said, I can do that right now. <laughs> and in that great. moment she, she, she prayed with me. Cause I was like, I, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to wait a week. I don't have to wait a month. Like, Wow. Like this is this is something that I can have in this moment. I don't have to work for it. And so she prayed with me and in that moment it was like my eyes opened and the veil was torn. I just felt this tangible liquid joy, love, physical presence of God like went through my entire body and I was like beaming with joy. And I couldn't contain it. And um, as a 16-year-old, after that, I I mean, I wasn't discipled. I didn't know how to read the Bible. I didn't know how to read. um, I didn't know how to walk with God. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's initially how how I met him for the first time. But what really marked me was, um, so 
went through high school and was a discipled um, and then start of college really really broken um, didn't know who I was at all really the it was my coming of age moment and I was a cheerleader I was in a sorority um, I had all the things that I could ever want in life and I was miserable like I was yeah. completely miserable um, and at that point I um, was like my whole dream was to get married like I could care less about going to college and uh, the Lord had just asked me to break up with my my boyfriend and I was like heartbroken and then um, tragedy struck again on my family and my uncle committed suicide my uh, one of my other aunts died of breast cancer my other uncle died of lung cancer and then my aunt when I was 15 uh, my aunt Lori the cancer wrapped around her spine and paralyzed her from the waist down and that was in Easter 2016 and I was her caretaker for four months until she died and it was in that moment where I was so numb and I was so had so much pain and I was like God like who are you? Like, I know that you're good. And I don't know how I know this, but I know that you're good. Like, can you please show me what you're doing and where you're at? And the day after she died, I I called one of my friends. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I wasn't connected to a church because I didn't even know how to do that. And I was like, can you take me to church? And that was when I went to college service for the first time in college, uh, they have a Wednesday night service and it's amazing. And I just got met with the love of God and the verse that just marked me in that season that where, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Mm. Um, and I just got into discipleship and learned how to read my Bible, learn how to hear the voice of God, uh, learn how to actually follow him and what that looks like. And I've been running ever since. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm as painful as it's been. I, I'm so thankful because I've like my reward is not a husband. It, it's it's him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, it's that's a costly lesson to learn, but it's worth it. Yeah. So so speak to a little bit about how your view of singleness has changed over those years from those running after marriage and running after that to now running after Jesus, knowing that that is a good gift that he wants to give you, but it's all in his timing. So talk a little bit about how your view of singleness has changed over the years. Yeah. Um, so what comes to mind, August, 2021, um, the Lord revealed to me that I was trying to earn his approval Mm. and it was wearing me down because I was trying to do things, do righteous things in order that God would give me X. And this was Mm. subconscious. I didn't even know I was doing it. And he, and I was like, God, like what's wrong with me? 
Like you've spoken these things. You said these things are coming. Like you said that this was going to happen. Um, and he was like, cause I was asking God, you can, you will, but do you want to? Like he has yeah. the power to do, to do. He's almighty. Almighty God has the power to do everything. But I was like, do you even want to? Because that's the, that's my experience. That's what my experience has been. And so in August, he was like, Jenna, I, um, the, the gifts from God are not, it's like, essentially what he said was, I want to bless you because I just want to bless you because I love you. And you don't have to earn the gifts like the gift of grace is not earnable it's faith it's by grace through faith and it really broke off performance in that moment learning god as the father <gasps> learning god as the father um and learning like okay okay god this is who you are like you are a good father you have the best in store for me. You have good intentions for my life and I want to yield to that and trust you. And if it hasn't happened, then there's a really good reason for it. And it's that it's a laying down your own plan, laying down your own, um, ways, desires, and, and just trust, trusting him. Yeah. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent with with um, the waiting and you've spoken a little bit to this, but how do you feel like God has really met you in the waiting? You know, you obviously were saying that he's he was revealing to you that there's nothing you can do to earn his love. It's he's it's given out of the fact that he loves you, not the good things that you can do or the righteous things that you can do in his name. But in those, I, I want to speak a little bit more to like the being the, being the, you know, maid of honor, being the bridesmaid, never the bride type thing. You know, how did you feel like God really met you and ministered to your heart during that time? And is still. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's near to the brokenhearted. And mm -hmm. I think... So singleness is ebbs and flows and everybody's waiting for something like it's not just waiting for a husband like people are waiting for a job they're waiting for um a baby they're like they're everybody's waiting for a promise from god but it's all the same process yeah it's all trusting trusting his heart because if he's the author of it like he's going to fulfill it because he's the author and perfecter of our faith so good. and um if he <laughs> y'all said that at the same time <laughs> um, if he if he like puts a seed of a promise in your heart like he's gonna birth it yeah and it's when it's in the the process where you don't see anything on the horizon are you gonna stand in faith and say, okay, God, this is what you said. I'm going to trust that what you said will come to pass because 
history tells me that you have a really good track record, you know? Um, so what was the question? <laughs> no, I mean, you covered it. You did. It was just how God's met you in that weaving season, you know, but, but just, yeah. you know, it really seems like you have been able to trust in the promise that he gave you. You know, and I'm not saying that, and you may be able to speak to this, but I'm sure that there were still those tears and the heartache and, you know, and that just still like, okay, God, I, I know that you promised this. I know that I'll see your goodness in the land of the living, but this is hard. I'm wearing my sixth bridesmaid dress. Like I'm seeing this happen yes. and you know the longing of my heart. So just yeah. even in those times, yeah. like, like you said, I mean, he's near to the brokenhearted and that it's hard. Yeah, there's been many tears, um, many tears, many dates, disappointing dates. And mm -hmm. I've been to bachelorette parties and I have just called my friend. I'm like crying and just, what is it going to happen? Yeah. Um, and what has helped me so much is being free from self. And I mean, I'm speaking from six years in. So my heart pressure at first and my heart pressure now and my journey now is like, I'm so much more whole and, and free and it's all by his grace. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I can encourage in the waiting season is being free from self. Mm -hmm. How do you be free from self? Um, like looking looking at him when you see his face you cannot help but just be in adoration and trust because mm -hmm. it's just it's just who he is yeah. and i when i when you learn how to do that you're like how can i not trust him and there's i mean there's times where i'm sad and i'm like god like this is this is hard because of my humanity, but even in that humanity, like he gets it. Mm -hmm. Yep. I just love everything that you're saying is making me think of this. I guess it's a quote I had heard, or maybe a sermon I had heard that basically the gist of it was I can handle the unanswered questions that I have towards God because of what I know about who God is. You know, you're talking about that you 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 were able to go through those times of waiting, those t those tears, all of those things that you poured out to the Lord, because when you were met with Him, and encountered His grace and His love over you, that it it was enough. It is enough. You know, and that He is yeah. is your ultimate prize. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just so beautiful how you said it. Everyone is waiting for something. Yeah. Everyone is waiting. I just love so powerful. It's not just singleness it's not just waiting for a baby it's it's we're mm -hmm. all we all have a seed that God has planted in our hearts you know we had just recorded uh this week an episode about dreaming with God and how God gives us these desires they're from him they're from his hands he gives us these dreams and these desires but there is a process that we have to go through to see those things fulfilled and the requirement is just constant surrender our, the requirement is constantly just laying our yes like you said before him and leaving it on the table and saying you know you have my mm -hmm. yes no matter what and so that's just so beautiful and um 
Leslie sent me your page this week, your Instagram page, which is kind of your ministry platform right now where the Lord is using you to just pour into um, other women and speak into their lives and, and encourage them. So we'd love to just hear a little bit about that. Um, it's called She is Lovely, right? I love that name. Mm-hmm. But just maybe talk about how did that start? Where, how did that um, come about with the Lord for you to start that ministry? Yeah, I do just want to add one thing Yeah, um, yeah. that just came to my heart. Contentment is not a requirement for marriage. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. it's a gift yeah. because if you, if you think it's a requirement, then it's, then you're earning it and you are doing it out of your own volition. Yeah. Amen. Um, yeah, that's so good. Anyways, I just I wanted think, to add that. I think we, <laughs> we get to this, like, well, when I'm content and when I've, you know, mm-hmm. fully grasped that thing, then it will come. Then I will be rewarded yeah. by, you know, finally yeah. achieving and this just, pinnacle of contentment, you know. And God doesn't operate that way because he's not transactional, you know, yeah. like he's yes. not, you do this and I'll give you this. Yes. He's, he's like, I want to bestow everything on my children. And he's yes. already done that. He did that on the cross. Yeah. He's, that's just his heart. He cannot help but be who he is because he's not a man that he should lie. Yeah. Um, and anyways, so six years ago, so this was right after I started being in discipleship, I had a vision and I was on my way to a worship night on campus and clearest day, the Holy Spirit was like, Jenny, you're going to start a ministry. It's going to be called She is Lovely and it's going to go all across the world. And I was like, is there an echo in here? Like, I don't even, I was like, it was so clear. I was like, who said that? Um, and my, my heart has always been for women's ministry. Like I always knew I was going to be ministry. I was like, I don't know why I'm in college. Like I'm going to be a young life leader and now I'm in corporate. So <laughs> it, I'm like, God, this doesn't make sense. This is where, um, you have me. And I, I thought I was going to be in ministry. But the the really cool thing is um, that what I'm doing now, like, he prepared me for years ago. Mm. And, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm passionate about women walking in the fullness that Jesus paid for. Like, mm. their identity and who they are and, and walking as... A woman of God and I believe that um, there is like God is birthing something in the earth right now and um, through men and women but especially women like there's a women's movement coming mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm so excited because um, it's just so cool it's such a privilege to be on the earth right now mm-hmm. and um Anyways, it's it's really it's it's really cool to see what he's been doing through She is Lovely and um I don't I don't know where it's going right now. Um so there was a media phase during COVID, but right now the Lord 
um, my friend and I, we started a Bible study and I've gotten, people have prayed for me a couple of times while I was in Wigan, before I even moved to Dallas, that they saw women's uh, discipleship groups starting, that women were going to get free and um, God was going to set them free from insecurity and all these things. And I'm literally seeing it happen in Dallas. Like we have 20 to 30 girls come to a house and they are getting like wrecked by the love of God. They are getting free. They are standing in who they are. Um, and it's, it's so amazing and beautiful. And so I'm like, it's, I'm, I'm over, I'm sometimes I'm overwhelmed with what, what God is doing. (laughs) Um, yeah. Um, and my heart is really for discipleship. I think discipleship will change the world. And when people really, really know who God is and who they are, like they can't, they're untouchable. Yes. Yeah. I fully agree with that. And it sounds like the Lord's just kind of unfolding the plans of she is lovely as you go. And you're just kind of like, okay, I, Yes, you obviously God has your yes and you're obe- being obedient in what he calls you to do. And it's just, yeah, I was just thinking about that. It's like 20 to 30. Okay, like in some people's minds, they're thinking like, well, that's not like a stage full of people or that's not a room full of people. But it's like, yeah, but those 20 to 30 people getting wrecked by the Lord, understanding their identity is in him, having freedom, they're going to go out and they're going to be discipled or disciple others. And then they're going to get free and they're going to disciple others. And that's how it starts. It's not about Mm -hmm. having this huge, you know, arena sized dream, though. Holy Spirit and, you know, can totally work through that. But I mean, it starts in this little it starts in the houses. It starts in the small groups. It starts in the coffee shops. It starts with podcasts. It starts with however God Mm -hmm. wants to use it, you know, and it's just it's amazing. And now, you know, just just thinking like you're on a podcast that you know we're not saying is ginormous but it is available worldwide so we don't know who's gonna listen to this and hear about yeah your story and she is lovely and gonna be touched by that I mean you've I'm already like taking notes over here and I'm like in a way different season of life than you are but but there's so much to glean from your wisdom and in the the waiting period. I mean, I just, gosh, I wish I could have, I wish I would have heard all of this when I was in that stage, because just you talking about, you know, your life in desiring marriage so much, you know, before the Lord really, really loved on you and showed him, showed you his freedom. That was me. Like, just like, I have to be married. Like, that's where like the pinnacle of happiness is in being married. And, and a yeah. guy, you know, being fulfilled. And then it's like, th- you know, then you, you realize like, no, actually it's really disappointing. You know, it's like that, that is brings so much disappointment. And then you start to know who Jesus is and you're just like, yeah, that's what I want to run after. That's what I want to go after. That's the true prize, you know? And, and like you said, yeah. it, we're all waiting for something. You know, and I think of that just like with being married, you know, you, you're waiting, you get married. It's amazing. And then like 
you get married and then you're like waiting to have kids and then like you know and then that season's over and it just flies by I just like I'm sure people tell you this and I maybe the last thing you want to hear but like you are in a season that you will never get back and like love every second of the ability that you have to you know be on your face for three hours or this or that because I I I wish I would have realized the gift that singleness actually can be because I obviously I, I love being married and I love having kids but I wasted my single years wishing for something else when I could have been running hard after Jesus and that just it's like dang it you know it just it stinks mm-hmm. thinking back to it I'm so grateful for God's grace now but I just, um, yeah, I, I hope that's an encouragement. I'm sure you've heard that before and I know it's probably hard to hear, but I, I just, I wish I would have embraced the singleness the way that you are right now because Mm. you're doing, you're doing incredible things for the kingdom and you're not wasting one second of it. And so I hope that is an encouragement to you. Thank you. Yeah, it just made me just hearing you say wasting wasting time wishing for another season or wishing for the next thing made me think of Ephesians 5, um, 15 and 16, but where it talks about redeeming the time, mm-hmm. you know, redeeming mm-hmm. the time and serving the Lord. You know, it sounds cheesy to say. You hear people say this, but it's true. Like grow where, where you are planted. Yeah. Allow the Lord to to flourish you where you are in the season that you're in. It's just, it's beautiful to see that you're doing that, Jenna. Like you're walking that out. It's just really inspiring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you truly are. So, so really the name came from Holy Spirit. Yeah. (laughs) He literally downloaded the name. It really did. Yeah. And in my, my dream is to do women's conferences um, and just really see women get free and the message that he's put on my heart is like marriage is a byproduct of the true prize because the prize is like all these things are gifts but it's just a it's a byproduct of our true source and he Leslie it's really funny that you say like the you use that language the pinnacle because one of a, a dear friend of mine, she said, Jenna, marriage is not the pinnacle of your life. It's Jesus. Like he yeah. is the fulfillment, the, um, the catalyst. He's the culmination. He is the climax. He is the, um, everything of our day and all of our days. Mm-hmm. And when you learn that he is enough, like if I never got married, if I never had kids, if I lived by myself in a hut for the rest of my life, is he enough? Yes. Does he fully satisfy? He does. Like yes. he okay. does. And it's, it's a supernatural thing that he does in our heart. When we lay things down at the altar of his feet, he gives us himself in return. Mm. And he, like when, we don't believe as humans, like we don't believe that we can actually be free. We don't believe that we, he can actually satisfy and fulfill the ache in our heart. Mm-hmm. And he does. 
He de- he totally does. Um, and so that's what I want to encourage uh, young women in is like there's an idol in the church. There's an idol in in the whole world for for love, and it's it's so twisted and it's so um, it's a beautiful desire, but when it's misplaced, it's it's tragic. When I, I think but when it's in, yeah, I'm sorry. I think what I, what I love about she is lovely and about your entire story and ministry is it's actually not really about singleness at all. It's literally (laughs) about who you are in Christ, your identity in Christ, Mm -hmm. who you are as a woman. And like you said, uh, the marriage, kids, that life is just a byproduct or a gift yes. from following Jesus. Um, it reminds me of something Jimmy said. A couple, Jimmy's our head pastor. I know you know this, but our listeners may not know. And he had said, you know, actually, was it him or was it Francis Chan? He came to church a couple weeks ago. Either way. Love him. They, yeah, they said, either whoever it was said, you know, when you're looking, you know, when you in desiring marriage, it's not about finding someone to marry really, or like that. It's find someone who's running as hard after God as you are and then run together, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like that because that's the point of it all. That's the point of it Mm -hmm. is running after Jesus. And then you're raising up the next generation to run after Jesus, you know? So I just, I love that it's your ministry. Isn't there's no identity in being single. Your identity is in Jesus and you're just, and this is your season of life, but that, that doesn't identify who you are. Yeah. And that's that, I mean, the past six years and my mentor can attest to this. Um, like I, my identity was in God, God hasn't done this for me yet. Mm-hmm. Like I've been abandoned by him. That's what it was. And when I lived out of that, I believed that God, um, is withholding from me. And the word clearly says that he withholds no good from those who walk uprightly. Um, and Oh man, I just lost my train of thought. No, (laughs) actually it just clicked something for me. And I was thinking, you know, like you said, he doesn't with good, he doesn't withhold good things from those who walk uprightly. We have to realize there's a difference in him in, in thinking he's withholding it in, and in him just waiting and just him mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. the best timing yeah. because if you know him you know his character you know his nature he's uh-huh. not doing that but he knows what's best for you so you either trust that he knows what's best for you and trust him to be god mm-hmm. or like you said and we know our mentor says we're mentored by the same person but our mentor says he's not a man that he should lie so you either think god's a liar then you know so you have to trust mm-hmm. that he he's just he's knows yeah. He sees beyond space and time. He under yeah. he knows what's best for us. And he just reminded me of what I was going to say, but it, yeah, it, like she is lovely. Singleness has just been the conduit of <laughs> like, God's just used that to reveal who he is. Yeah. Um, And that's just, it's, it's amazing and beautiful because that's a lot of young women's stories is walking through singleness and, and waiting on God because you cannot manipulate it um, because there's someone else's free will involved. 
And so you either wait on God or you make it happen of your own free will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like those, those are your two choices. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know what's best for me. I don't, I would rather wait and be single than, um, do something apart from his will. Yeah. So I'm sure we already know. Ask her the the second to last, her best yeah, advice. Yeah, that's what I was about yeah. to say. Go for it. <clears throat> is I was just thinking how you're talking about, you said several times, like six years ago is when you kind of went on this journey and the Lord was really taking you through all of this. Um, what would be your advice if you were to go back to Jenna six years ago? You know, maybe someone listening is where you were and maybe their identity is wrapped up in I'm not married and all my friends are married or I'm waiting for this. And what would be your best advice to that woman or that person that's listening who's waiting on the Lord for that? Hmm. Man, I would just, I mean, I can just see it in my mind right now. Um, Myself in that season, like, I would just encourage the heck out of them and just say it is so worth it. Like it's so worth it to say yes every time. And yeah, it's just, it's just worth it. He's worth it. He's better than you think. His timing is better. He's faithful. He cannot be anything but himself. Um, it's, it's really simple. Yeah. And it's gotten a lot simple, simpler since I've gotten older. Um, but he's faithful. Like he sees your, he sees your heart. Um, he's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like God, like God's not withholding because there's something wrong with you. He's withholding yeah. because he loves. Yeah, that's beautiful. So one last question before we end our time. We like asking this one. What is God speaking to you right now? Um, yeah, what he's immediately what came to mind is he's been saying this for a couple of weeks. He said, Jenna, and it's like he grabbed my arms really aggressively and he's like, Jenna, I'm in the business of fulfilling promises. Mm. I've got chills when she said that. <laughs> it's just, it's what he does. His, his faithfulness is my anchor. Yes. Um, yeah, he's, he has been re- rewiring who, everything I've known about who I am, everything that people have said to me that has been contrary to what he said. Mm. It's just, it's amazing. I love him. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Yes. That's wow. what he's saying. It's I just what it. he does. Yep. It's who he is. Yes. Yeah. Well, we would absolutely love for you to just pray and end us with um, whatever's on your heart just for again, those women who may be listening who are in the same boat as you or who are waiting on a promise from God. And um, yeah, we would love for you to just enter time in prayer for for those people listening. Mm -hmm. Before you do too, will you share 
where people can find you. Yes. And where they can find She is Lovely and where they can mm-hmm. be encouraged by your sweet smile and truth. Oh. Yeah, so I am on Instagram, Jenna Gaston. I'm on TikTok, Jenna Gaston. Um, and then I also have She is Lovely, and it's She is Lovely in- underscore on Instagram. And then I also have a website, which is just sheislovely.org. Um, yeah, so Lord, I just thank you and I just honor um, Mackenzie and Leslie for their yes to you. God, I just bless them. I just bless um, their words and God would, would their words be like honey on people's hearts, would it encourage them deeply, would it change their perspective of who you are. And I just, I bless all the women and even men that listen to this podcast. God, would they, um, would they hear your voice? Would they hear your whisper? Would they be encouraged by who they are and who you are? God, that you have a good story and a plan and a purpose for their lives. Um, God, would you give them fresh vision on their hearts? that they would see and they would hold on to what you've said. God, would you give them God wink after God wink after God wink um, and encouragement and confirmations that um, you are better than they think. God, so I just, I bless them and I just bless um, their ministry in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on For Such a Time podcast. We pray that this conversation was uplifting and inspiring. If it was, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. For your daily dose of encouragement and to stay up to date on our newest episodes, follow us on Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye.